welcome to Up To and Including Death. My name is Dr. Patricia Brewer, and I am here with two gentlemen of distinction. Yes, thank you. I am Stephen Gross. Thank you for having me on today. It is really wonderful to have you here, Stephen. <laughs> I uh, can't do the NPR thing. I'm done. No. <laughs> Uh, today we have a very special no, guest, no, John Brewer. No, um, don't do this. He is what we call one of the people from real America, hometown, rural Calumet, Michigan. I've had too many beers. <laughs> exactly, that's why. John, you're like one of the real Americans. Because mm-hmm. we're from cities. You're going to cue the Hulk Hogan theme music? <laughs> <laughs> well, how's everyone doing today? Talking to us? Or yeah, the, I mean, uh, not the dogs. They're fine. No, the people listening. Oh, hi, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing, John? I'm okay. Yeah, how are you doing, Steve? I got a belly full of steak and a bad movie to watch, so I'm doing great. We want, We ate so much delicious steak. I had New York Strip. Yep. That's my favorite steak that I keep forgetting what it is, and John is in charge of remembering that for me. Yeah. Offloaded that particular part <laughs> of my consciousness to somebody else. It's <laughs> quite convenient. Did you like the steak? I did. It was very tasty. I have a lot of steak in a bag in the refrigerator that's in danger. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. But Lee has ate only half of his steak, too, and he left it whole for you. So eat that one first. Okay. Okay. We'll see who who, uh, gets hungry first. (laughs) So we're watching a fun movie today. We're watching Troll, not Troll 2, which I don't think we did for the podcast. I think that you and I just watched it together. I don't remember. I don't think it has anything to do with this. So I think it does. I've looked into it, and I think Troll and Troll 2 are very intertwined. Really? Yes. Okay, well, what's fun is Troll 2 is going to end up on the sequel wheel. So tell me about this movie, John. I will. The uh, synopsis of it is a wicked troll king in search of a mystical ring that will transform him to human form invades a San Francisco apartment complex where a powerful witch lives. Is it so bad to want to be human? Um, but I guess if, if it's, you're a wicked troll king, I guess so. Yeah, I guess if you're a wicked troll king, maybe. It was written by John Carl Buckler and, dire- and Ed Naha and directed by John Carl Buckler. Well, that must mean he really believed in it. It stars Michael Moriarty. Ooh, spooky! Shelley Hack. Okay. Noah Hathaway Jr. Ooh. And when you dig deep into the cat list, cast list... You get to see names like Sonny Bono. Whoa! And Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She must have been very and young. June Lockhart. Wait, what year did this come out? 86. Okay, so this is Julia Louis-Dreyfus would have been like, what, in her early 20s? I think she would have been on SNL at this time. Oh, yeah. Let me look and see. Um, Do you think that she really is proud of Troll? Oh, I would, be. I would think so. I'd be pretty proud of Troll. I think she can. It was her so. first movie. Yes, it was. Yeah, Han and her sisters, Soul Man. Oh, she oh, was I in a shit Soul ton of. Man. She was that in so is, many movies. Soul Man would not go over well. Why wouldn't it go over well? Because it was a guy in blackface. Ooh. Who pretended to be black to get a college scholarship? Oh my God! Is that I know that one. That used to be on TV all the yeah. time, and he got to learn about how hard it was to be black. Kind of. Because he got beaten <laughs> up once and had to go to yeah. jail. I don't remember. He had very good makeup because even he, you could see the bruises underneath his right. makeup. It's like white chicks, but you know, worse. Yeah, because white <laughs> chicks is like it's different. Like well, they didn't even try with the makeup. No, it was like, just they like that like was soulless aliens. That was the premise, yeah. and like and hilarious. 
for Julia Louis-Dreyfus, though, this would have been after she left Saturday Night Live. Okay. She was in SNL cast from 82 to 85. I honestly... I didn't think she was in it that I long. didn't know that yeah. she was in it I at all. I think that was during the dead years, though. I wasn't, wasn't alive. Yeah. Yeah, those were some pretty that lean years. After, Joe Piscopo. That was after Eddie Murphy left. Well, and, also... Or Eddie um, Murphy was probably still there. What's his face had left the show? Um... Uh, the head producer Daryl Hannah oh Lord Lord Michaels, Michaels had left the show came oh. back. but yeah those were some lean years I think Eddie Murphy was like the only bright spot it was like her and Nora Dunn yeah so, and well she was later Nora Dunn was later on so both of you let's this, stop talking then, about SNL oh okay um, both Sorry. of you <laughs> have seen Troll I yes. think so. And I would like to hear if you remember the first time you, see, you saw it or if you have any memory of watching it or I, any memory surrounding it. Oh, yeah, plenty of them. Okay. I don't have any memories of it. John doesn't have any memories of it. I probably watched it. this when it came out when I was six. This okay. was a Channel 46 movie. Or eight years okay. old. This got put on regular uh, antenna TV every Saturday. So or, have you ever like, seen the uncut version? This is it, like Troll Uncut, Steve. Unless it came out on Channel 46 in the late 80s. No, I have not. So this was just like on all the time? Like yeah. It, it was, the last th- unicorn? This one got put on. It was movies like Troll, like Squirm, things like, you know, the these... Squirm? These, yeah. Uh, that, uh, Do we need to put that on the wheel or is no, it... No, I, re- I refuse to watch that. Okay. It's it's a bug one. But like, oh, yeah, no. movies like that, like, they got put on there because they weren't super gory they weren't super offensive and like so they needed something to put on saturday and they troll would be on there a lot okay yeah i for one am offended and i think actually the the running time of this would have really helped because it's only an hour and 22 minutes oh, so, yeah. you so they could fit this an hour and a half time slot with edits yeah and have time for commercials yeah oh, another one this would come on and i remember another movie house would come on. House was right after I that. I remember House being really good. Yeah. We should put it on the list. That's a really good movie, too. But I haven't seen that one. That's on Shutter, I think. You should put it on um, the list, John. Oh, yeah. Do it. it. But, like, yeah, there was like, there was, like, a block of, like, movies that they replayed at least once a month. Okay. And, like, this movie was on there, and, uh, yeah. Well, one other, one I other wanna... point I want to oh, put in there. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, June Lockhart is in this. Uh-huh. And her daughter plays her younger self. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Is this a qu- appropriate for our children? Well, let's let's peruse the IMDb Parents Guide because yes. they tell all. Emma's 10. Okay. Are you afraid of sex and nudity? Terrified no. of Because it's mild. Oh. Oh, I'm, t- I'm scared of that. There is a naked poster of a woman covering her breasts on the wall. Um, it's her legs are crossed, so nothing is showing. Man's apartment has a woman in it with whom he asked how it was referring to sex. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Clutching my pearls. In a scene 46 minutes, a woman is covered by leaves with no clothes on. The leaves cover her breasts. But so, while she was running in the forest, you can see leaves going up her butt crack. Oh, my God. I and can't. the rest of her butt is exposed. I cannot wait to see that. But I do think I wonder about it, the way that this person has written it. 46 minutes, a woman is covered by leaves. Do they mean... I assume they, they mean at 46 minutes, yeah, but I do I'm like guessing. the idea that for 46 minutes, it's just, <laughs> it's just a this. woman it, hiding and she's like in a bu- bunch of leaves. It turns into like an art student's <laughs> final production. <laughs> this would be a much bigger hit. They had to get to an hour and 20 minutes somehow. If this had 46 minutes of butt crack, it would okay. be a lot more popular movie. <laughs> yeah. Violence and gore is yeah? mild. Oh. Yes. A monster is stabbed with no blood or anything seen. What? People change into a garden. 
Yeah. With some blood and facial deformities. That must have made it really easy to put on television. And they spelled deformities wrong. Oh, great. That's awesome. Now your favorite part, profanity. Oh, read it to me, baby. It's mild. One use of piss. Two uses of shit. (laughs) My word. Eight uses of damn. (laughs) Mercy. One paired with God. God. Four uses of hell. Oh, no. And two uses of shut up. Oh, no. I didn't know that was profanity. It's it's so funny hearing you say this. Other people added, shit and piss are used infrequently. (laughs) Bastard is used once. (laughs) It's just so funny. Like You're like like Curse of Choices, caca butt, and poop sauce. (laughs) And like I've been around kids I'm, for eighteen years. <laughs> Swears have been changed and formed into. Yeah, Steve and I have spectrum. lived alone a long time, so like we're just feral, basically. Yeah, I'm bare, basically right out of the wild. I mean, I've at least had some training in the last couple of years. I just came off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> and then to finish it off, alcohol, drugs, and smoking is mild because alcohol is seen. What? Frightening and intense scenes are moderate, but no examples are given. Oh, okay. Because there are none. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, maybe it's it's probably one of the tension of the scene makes it scary. Yeah, but it's uh, it's horribly reviewed. Okay, let's hear what's well, what's the IMDb score. I, I, I keep literally putting my foot on the I thing was that so the recording down the June on. Lockhart hole. Okay, four point five <laughs> on IMDb. Stay out of some other woman's holes. It's a 30% on the tomato meter or the 28% audience score. Honestly, so not as bad as you guys are making it out to be. I've, I've watched worse. Well, the number one top critic gave it a positive review. Really? Yes. Nigel Andrews from Financial Times says, This enchanting gremlin-style fantasy comedy about mini monsters usurping an apartment's house has a witty script and five-star special effects. So he basically came in as like, this is a fantasy comedy, it's not a horror. And probably everyone else is like, this is not a horror, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) Okay, well, even the bad reviews sound pretty darn good. Yeah. This one from Niall Shaker of Lessons of Darkness. It goes without saying that the film is pretty awful. But that doesn't mean it's not pretty funny, too. Aww. And then this one, you won't be ward watching Troll, but you'll hate yourself in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember what you've done. Here's Fred Topol gives it a positive review, saying, Classic cheesy horror, Sonny Bono is great, and the, the tree stuff rules. All right. I like this one from Felix Vasquez Jr., who we've heard from before. Um, because you said um, you pronounced their name Felix like really weird, uh, Felix or something I like that. Have. I was trying so hard to lean into the Vasquez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an insufferable piece of tripe that may or may not have inspired Harry Potter. Oh, well, it did. It, well, there's no this. evidence that she watched Troll. It sounds oh, like he, oh, it, she watched Troll. Where would she even gotten access to that? They have movies in Ireland. Yeah. Is she from Ireland? I thought yeah. she was from Scotland. I don't care. Oh, no. She's from Scotland. <laughs> I think I may have made Why that up. Why do you up? think it's in Scotland? I mean, they also have movies in Scotland. Okay. Well, the lead character they? of this is Harry Potter. Harry Potter and Harry Potter Jr. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a he's and a Harry wizard. Wait, junior? so does that... We don't have to think of her as stealing Harry Potter. What if this is like... If Harry Potter is her fan fiction about Harry For Potter... Troll. Like, the child of this child or something. Harry Potter's Troll 3. Yes. There we go. It yeah. also... Oh, wait, there's a thing on the Wikipedia, Wikipedia about it. About the similarity to Harry Potter? Let's see it. 
Since the release of the Harry Potter books starting in 1997, some of those involved in the film has accused J.K. Rowling of borrowing elements from Troll. <laughs> Producer Charles Band stated in an interview that there are certain scenes in Troll, not to mention the name of the main character, which predate the Harry Potter books by many years. In 2008, John Buckler's partner in the Troll remake, Peter Davies, said about Harry Potter, in John's opinion, he created the first Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling says the idea just came to her. John doesn't think so. Well, I mean, J.K. Rowling also isn't, you know, a good person either. No. I, I know zero about her. And She's like one her. of those British turfs that are like really anti-trans and need everyone to know about it. Oh. Well, do you know what's cool? What's I don't it? need to know anything about J.K. Rowling, so it never crossed my purview. I mean, well, I was saying that because it's probably more likely now that not only did she lift the name Harry Potter, but probably Harry Potter the book probably started off as Troll 3. Okay, I said it. I said okay. It. In, in her defense, you can get names from anywhere and not even realize you got it from there. She might have seen Troll, but, forgotten about it, and then because Harry Potter is not a name that doesn't exist. I don't think you forget about Troll. Yeah. No? Once you see this I mean, movie... I think Troll forgets But you guys didn't know the main character was named Harry Potter until we looked it up today. Or did we? Oh, man. It's been in your psyche this whole time. There's this, like, video of a child chasing a creepy ball in this place on repeat. So I feel like we just need to watch this movie. I remember those washer dryer. I think I mentioned that when we watched the trailer. Yeah, those green... It reminds me of my first apartment that I lived in. So uh, what are you guys hoping for? On this beautiful journey we're I'm about to go on. I'm hoping for laughs. Laughs? I think so. Okay. That's a good thing to hope for. How but I heard Sonny Bono's oh. awesome in it. Okay. Well, yeah. So, man, well, he's kind of funny dude. I used to like the bunny, and bone, uh, Sonny and Cher is yeah, what I like. There's five star special effects according to a top critic. Well, stop showing me stuff. I, I want to be surprised. Um, okay. It's just the trailer that stop we Stop showing watched. me things. <gasps> you closed all I my, broke you all closed of it. You closed all my research. Good. Steve, what are you excited about? What are you hoping for? Uh, well, I don't know, beer in about ten minutes. Oh, I'm just hoping to have a good time with my with my brother and husband. Oh, that's two people in the room, not one. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not, they're not from, recording from Alabama. Yeah, they're from Georgia, <laughs> not Kentucky. Yeah. John, do you want to repeat what you just said? Oh, I think not only did J.K. Rowling steal from this movie, but your nephew did as well. (laughs) This little kid. Okay, so it's 12 minutes and 56 minutes in. No, 12 minutes and 56 seconds in. And I've got to say, we've been pretty riveted the whole time. Like, it's been really fun to watch. Like, so basically, new family moving in, mom, dad, Mr. Harry Potter Sr. is a book reviewer, mom is a mom. Uh, older brother and a little kid sister. What would you say, yeah. like eleven year old older I don't brother? Know. How old was Harry Potter? <laughs> it's an eleven year old older brother and like maybe twelve or thirteen. Yeah, probably twelve. Yeah, 12. and then and the like a nine year old girl. Oh, nine? No, she's a little bit younger than that. No, well, I would say. I guess eight Eden's or nine. so tall. Like yeah, she was her like, name's okay. Hermione, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> eight or nine year old girl. And um, and basically, you know, doing a little kid thing. She wants to play with her older brother. Doesn't want to play with her, so she goes into a laundry room where I'm pretty sure she got murdered by a troll who then took her form. They never showed her again, but yes, no. the troll definitely took her form. Yeah, so so she's running around 
And honestly, the best child actors I've seen in my life because this is the most one-to-one. I've seen so many children act like this. And according to Steve, our nephew John does. Well, he said, she said, I'm Godzilla. She just said, I'm Godzilla screaming. And that's like all of our nephews. Literally looked up and screamed, I'm Godzilla. Just like our nephew John screamed. Yes. And like... It was... Haunting. No, it was like kind of amazing because she's just kind of been running around. Now, John isn't like that because she's just dri- driving around. But, like, Eden yesterday was kind of like that. She's just got a little giggly in her. And she's just running around giggling and saying funny jokes about poop and stuff. And so this little girl, which it's... She's really a troll, I guess. But, like, she's yeah. learning new things like what the works is on a, on a burger and eating it weird. And then, I guess, somehow pulled a fire alarm and has been running around like mad. But, see, here's the thing. There's, But she knows who Godzilla is. This show is... I mean, this movie is already riddled with continuity errors. Yes. So, as the fire alarm goes off before she goes downstairs, yes. she runs into the back room and then reappears right in front of yes. somebody to steal the hamburgers. Uh, she's yes. a magic troll. She knows who Godzilla is, but she's never eaten a hamburger. And remember... This troll has only been this little girl for all of maybe fifteen minutes now. Yes, yeah. and so it's pretty. It's pretty remarkable. Um, and so we got to meet everyone in the apartment, which I got to say, it was about six minutes of a fire alarm going off in the background yeah, yeah. of this little girl cha- being chased by her brother, which is like in my memory of like yeah that tracks <laughs> like I recall oh, this. We met days. Sonny Bono. We yeah. met Sonny Bono because he got run into, and he is a single guy. That's a swinger. That's a yeah. swinger, but that's not how that works. Um, not that I know. If there are any single swingers that are listening to this, please fill us in on how something like that works. At, up to and including at gmail.com. Yeah, you're just a single guy that's a you're third just, wheel? Yeah, are, are you well, just... Then, but, <gasps> oh, he gross. Might, he may like not the, Oh, he's... Dude, okay. For some people... That's gross. There's nothing wrong with it's that. It's sinful. <laughs> we are in Michigan now. This is God's country. Well, I would say that, you know, to each their own, but he was pretty skeevy. So I don't know if, like, if you like to have a third in your bed, yeah, he, I don't think that you'd want Sonny Bono in this. paying in drugs. But I got to say... You have to ask Cher. He was great. I love... It's, it's just bringing me back to... Because I used to watch Sonny and Cher... When it was on Nick at Night, because I would, I remember when oh, I had it was ins- on. Yeah, yeah. Remember oh. when I had insomnia for like yeah. five years well, and couldn't cure sleep. That. No, I would just stay up and watch that Good shit. Lord. Yeah, they, in fact, what any after ten they would have um, Nick at Night, Nick at Night up late, and it would be like just things from like the fifties, sixties, yeah. like Mr. I watched that or like I um, did like Mr. Ed. Get smart. Oh yeah, oh, a lot of get smart. smart. So okay. We got to meet Sonny Bono, who Julia was a swinger. Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, beautiful. Yeah. Looks and the same 60 yeah. or 40 years later. Well, I mean, I think she sold her soul to a but troll. No, the thing she is, may be a troll, maybe. No, here's the thing. What I've noticed, and what is talked about on the internet, yeah. too, is that people often look at women at, like, 50, 60, or whatever, and they say, wow, she's aged so gracefully and beautifully. But the thing is, like... She was fucking gorgeous to start with. Yeah. So if you're really beautiful to start with, and and she has, like, petite, like, her bone structure is fantastic. Like, she already started beautiful, and so she kept that beauty, you know? And, like, and we think about, mom, like, mom was already a beautiful woman, and then she's still a beautiful woman in her age that 
probably 39. I can't remember how old it's mom 27. is. 27. 27. Yeah. She she jumped to 39. Oh, few, is it 39 now? Yes, 39. she was 27 for about 20 years. I think she said about going back to 37 after I turned 37, but right. we'll see. Um, but no, like... that would make things weird. <laughs> yeah, that would Yeah, a little bit weird. No, I mean, like, you start with a pretty person or someone with good, strong features, and if they don't, like, fuck it up a lot and have bad surgeries and stuff or whatever, I don't know. But anyway, beautiful know. lady, and this was her first movie. Yes. And so she's a waitress, I think, and she's with some schmuck... Professor and Egghead. No, she's not with the Egghead. She's with whatever schmuck was next to her. Yeah, she's never explained what his job. There is is. a professor in the in the place, which I hope he's an English professor. I hope somehow he's the one they have to go to to find information. Is he going to wear a tweed jacket with shoulder patches? Oh, I bet brown shoulder patches. And then you know I don't have one of those. Anyway, I do. And then this woman comes out, who I assume yes, you do. I think I do. Who I assume is the witch that's mentioned in the in the Mm. description, and she's dressed. Like the ants from Arsenic and Old Lace, a 1930s movie, and basically the ants dress like they're in 1890. She's dressed like Mom from Futurama. She's dressed like Mom from Futurama, but the thing is, if you think of Lady and the Tramp, right, it is set in like 1910, right? It's it's set before World War II, or World War I, actually. So when women wear that high-waisted thing, it's that Regency area, not Regency era, but is it Regency? no, it's not Regency. But, like, it's that high-waisted, you know, a lot of coverage, and with a shawl. And so she's basically dressed like that. Like, from she's dressed like someone that had her youth in 1890, but it is now 1986. Yeah. So it's a hundred years ago fashion. Yeah, that's And the only it. reason I really know a lot about this is because of all the fashion, um, like, the historical fashion YouTubers that I love, like Morgan Donner. I just want to shout out Morgan Donner. Shaved her head. Why? Okay. She did this real. Uh, Morgan Donner is this YouTube person who does. Used to hair like show you how they used to do their hair in like the olden days, like I've with ribbons and shit. Of those, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so she decided to do this video of like a thousand years of hairstyles. I've seen. Oh, I've seen did you that. see that video? Yeah. And then yeah, like really so, cool. it is so cool because she goes through and she shows how to do it. So yeah. she's. It's not just that she's showing the concept, but she's actually doing the hairstyle according to what it looked like, showing the historical pictures and or yeah. you know paintings and stuff. Anyway, Morgan Donner, I think, um, on YouTube, fantastic. Have you seen the Thousand Years of Men haircut? No. It's, it's three minutes long. <laughs> it just looks like that. <laughs> it looks like you and John. It's Beth- shaved. It's bald. Or it's comb back. <laughs> well, what I really liked about what Morgan Donner talks about is that, and now it's like the hair podcast, but she talks about how like fashion for women's hair tended to go like it would go really big. Yeah. And then it becomes a flat version of the big and then very simple and then back again to really big. It, it, so it mimic the the, uh, the times that the woman yeah. was in, like the hairstyles in the 30s. Yeah. Where it's a lot more plainer than the hairstyles in the 50s. And then the 60s, it's in 70s, or 60s you get plain, yeah. and the 70s gets bigger, and the 80s it gets really big, and the yeah. 90s it gets plain. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting, the, this concept, because also you can think of like, because she goes like by 40-year increments, which is nuts, yeah. and like you can just see like, this person's grandmother wears their hair maybe still like this. Yeah. But, as she says, a lot of people will still keep up with the fashion. So Well, they blend in to each. You yeah. can see how like, the, the styles would like bleed into... Because it wasn't just... like It would be, like especially back 
when you're going like 500 yeah. years ago, it would be what was the court yeah. doing? What was the style of the and court And it's like you time? don't even know that you're doing yeah. the style of the court and the field, but it's like just this trickle-down yeah. thing. Troll. How are you doing, John? I'm okay. <laughs> I don't have any hair, so I don't talk about these things. John's like learning a lot of things about me, which is like why, not necessarily why I'm the way I am, but that there's another person that's very similar. Yeah, I've been shaving my head for 20 years. Yeah. I've not kept up with hairstyles. I think you look yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I totally uh, shave. Yeah, John. John uh, uh, sometimes gets shaved at a barber because he's old timey. Yeah, uh, I started shaving my head, and then I was like, ten years later, like I'm gonna try to grow it back, and I'm like, it's not growing back. <laughs> I, that's, I was just about to say I refuse to shave my head because yes. I'm afraid that it yeah, won't it's like back. you just keep that happen. bad boy right It's an right irrational on fear, I know, but like I'm yeah. not, I don't know, it happened to me. I had super long hair. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this little hair is too long. I'm going to shave my head. Yeah. I was like, this is really nice, especially in the summer. So I kept it for a few years. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to grow my hair back. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> it's only the sides now. Oh. Uh, well, no, I can't shave my head now. At least it's not just one side. I'd probably freeze to death uh, in the middle of summer. Yeah. I, yeah. Turned into, I would turn into Michael Bolton with a scarlet. <laughs> okay, let's watch Troll. <laughs> we went on like a 10-minute hair tangent. But I'm okay That's with fine. that. Yeah, let's... <laughs> It has been two seconds. No, it's been two minutes, John. What did we just discover? Sonny Bono lives in Quagmire's house. Family Guy <laughs> got Quagmire's house from Troll. It, it must. Because he's acting exactly... Sonny Bono is acting exactly like Quagmire. The way he's kind of dancing. The only thing he didn't say was giggity, but he like throws back a drink and is like doing a little dance. Yeah, because Quagmire's house looks like yeah. so much show like Steve? It. Yeah, it's got the bar in the living room. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. 70s style lights. Wow. I would also like to point out, he did have a woman in there, but he only had one woman in there. He did. Uh, That's not what we were expecting. That's not that swinger lifestyle. No, but he did want her to go into the kitchen and... Like, he's like, are you hungry? You want some breakfast? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, there's some pancake mix in there. You can make us some pancakes. Which has got to be, like, the craziest thing, like... You bought pancake mix so that the women that come to your house can cook for you. Yeah, I'm not seeing a problem here. Okay. <laughs> there's always... Okay, so there's this kind of thing that happens sometimes in um, in romance novels where, like, a woman will end up at the guy's house and, you know, they're not supposed to be together. He's the worst or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, like, but she ends up staying over and then she cooks him a beautiful meal and it reminds him of his mother. It's like a whole thing that, that happens. That would drive me crazy. Yeah, but like literally. It's like I was saving that for dinner. Why are you cooking <laughs> like, all my this food? This happened in like, I think it happened in the, um, in the uh, what is the one where they beat up each other? Fifty Shades of Grey. But it also happened in other things where it's literally she goes in the kitchen and just makes eggs and pancakes. And it's like, how, how does this guy who never cooks for himself have eggs and pancake mix? So I would but like to maybe point for out. A reason. Dr. Patricia Brewer yep. has read Fifty Shades of Grey. You know who I got Fifty Shades of Grey, the collection from to read? Me. From Dr. Emily, who um, I'm not going to name, who is a, a maternal fetal guy and specialist, brings life into the world every single day, and she made me read those books, and I had a great time. I'm not a big fan of the people you associate with. Emily's awesome. Yeah, I can't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Guys, Sonny Bono got turned into a tree and then turned into like eight trolls. Eight? 
Yeah, because like, there was three of them, but now it's like a whole orgy. Yeah, it looked like there was a troll orgy. <laughs> An orgy? Is that what a, a whole bunch of trolls are called together? Well, they looked like well, they're yeah, a pride of lions, an orgy of, of trolls. A uh, orgy of trolls. Exactly. That sounds right. Yeah, so we also learned that Tubi, the, what, the platform we're working with, forces your computer to have volume during ads. So television. Through television. It disables the mute button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we insane. just turn the volume down all the way. There are so many commercials. It's not that many commercials. It's like I'm literally watching this on Channel 46. Okay, what is the last <laughs> thing anyone here has purchased directly from an advertisement? I will start. We had this conversation earlier, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did, because I've been spreading the good news of Don's new spray. It's like a, a spray bottle where you can just spray the thing you're washing and like and then clean it off really fast it works really well and in our house we have a dishwasher and like the only things that you need to spray are things like a couple one-offs like the knives or a pot and so it's really awesome that and i made my husband get it for me and and one of our children was just like scandalized that i bought something from a commercial but john have you ever purchased something because you saw an ad not that i can think of offhand i mean you purchased like olive and june from or you didn't purchase it you told me to get it from an ad right yeah. There's yeah, like stuff that. you hear about like on podcasts that you've gotten. Yeah. yeah, I would say that. Yeah. How about you, Steve? Have you ever purchased something because you saw an ad for it, like a candy bar? As or an shirt? adult? As an adult, yeah. Never. How about as a kid? I can, I can tell you why. I don't watch commercials. I have ad block on literally everything. Yes. So I don't watch commercials. Well, you've never used Tubi then. No. Because <laughs> Tubi does not allow any um, of that nonsense. As a kid, maybe video games. Yeah. But that I, I was already aware of them. But, you know, there's advertisements for video games in other ways, too. Like, oh, another advertisement I've seen that's been pretty pernicious on Reddit lately has been for Mark Cuban's new pharmaceutical company. Oh, yeah. And, like, there'll be, like, there's a big ad push on Reddit, but it's not... He, they don't pay for advertising as such, but it's they just... guerrilla marketing. Yeah, they've yeah. been doing guerrilla marketing. And then my favorite is the uh, Out of the Loop subreddit. Someone said... What's this I hear about Mark Cuban having a pharmaceutical oh, yeah. company where leukemia medicine is so cheap? And the thing is, like, it's a good company. Oh, and yeah. it's going to help a lot of people. But come on. Should what? I be on out of the loop? Because I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't? Oh, oh. yeah. Mark. Now Cuban. this is us doing it, too, on the well, podcast. Uh, no, but uh, it's actually, it is big news, though. So, so half yeah. of it is probably is Yeah, so Mark is... Cuban is the guy from Shark Tank. I, I know. He's who, the owner of the Dallas map. Yes. yes. So, I know who Mark Cuban is. So Mark Cuban uh, has started. He goes started... fishing with Will Ferrell's brother and stepbrothers. Really? Oh, yeah, he does. So Mark Cuban, because that's like he what misses the, guy said. the wedding because he's right. with Mark yeah. Cuban. Yeah. So Mark Cuban like started this company with some people, or like, or is a part of this company where um, they buy up, they can make generics, right? Because generics don't cost that much money to produce. No. So all he does is so they take the generic and give all the generics like what it costs to make plus fifteen percent markup. Yeah. And, and then, then like a 1%... Then there's like a $3 yeah. processing fee for purchasing yeah. something from the website and then $5 shipping. But you can get, you know, a 1,000 pills or 10 pills. It's still the same yeah. $3 fee for processing, $5 shipment. shipment. Okay. So you, it, you still have to have a prescription. But the example they gave was of this like... Was of this leukemia medicine that it's like eight hundred dollars and even it's a thousand dollars a thousand dollars but even with your copay as you know as we learned that sometimes the copay doesn't pay for shit and like or it, or it pays for like 
90%, but you're still at $100. Yeah. So it would still be cheaper paying $26 to Mark Cuban's company. Yeah. And so it more than breaks even, but not by a large margin. It he's, seems like a company that they're doing kind of for the sake of... He says that he's not... Look, he doesn't expect to see a major profit yeah. uh, initially, but I guarantee you if it takes off, he'll see yeah. a massive, uh, you know, but like... Because it's also mail, so it's not... Because Walmart does this, Walmart and Target both have done this with their generics, yeah. where most generics at Walmart and Target are $4. Or like, not just most generics, sorry. The most of the um, commonly prescribed generics that are things like Bactrim... And, um, which is for UTIs or like just in general, like antibiotics or this general yeah. medicine that's often prescribed is like $4 at Walmart. I mean, I don't think I he's done it with insulin, but I guarantee you it's doomed to fail because yeah. since there's no legislation in place to stop price gouging when it comes yeah. to medication, that means that at any given point, it, you know, Mark Cuban doesn't, isn't in charge anymore. That well, means that particular medications that can just get gouged. Well, the thing yeah. is, currently it's like owned by Mark Cuban, yeah. right? But if it becomes a publicly shared company, yep. then they they actually do not have an obligation to their mission. They nope. have an obligation to their shareholders who yep. are greedy bitches. And that's what. And this happens a lot with billionaires. They'll yeah. start something and then they'll move off to the next project. Yeah, and leave it, it just, to other people, and then it gets. Yeah, Bath and Body Works was, or not? No, the 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 Lush was a company where the owners really cared about their employees, and they paid really good wages, and they and all this stuff. And then it became a public company, and right. the owners were sued by their shareholders because they were paying their employees too much. And, like, the owners, I think, end up stepping away from the company because, like, they just couldn't live with yeah. themselves. But anyway, we're only 21 minutes and 15 seconds, and Probably the little girl is missing. We keep getting... It's one of those. We, it's 30, we have been talking for more than this movie's been on, but the little girl is missing. Yeah. Because she's the troll, because she's dead. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But Sonny Bono has been turned into a swamp. There's alligators and a bunch of other trolls. I don't think those are alligators. I think those are like Venus flytraps. The, the older, just trolls. The older like brother... The far left, I think. Yeah. I don't know okay, the is. older brother has gone all the way up to the top floor. Now, he got, like, body slammed in the kitchen by his sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, so, and so he has gone up to the fourth floor where the witch lives, who... So we're just assuming it's her. And she opened heart. the door without her hands. Yes, and uh, he has to go throw up in her bathroom. And I think she that said, was in her sure. contract that she's not going to open doors and so Yeah, maybe. So. Should we go? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's 36 minutes in. I just wanted to pause because you know how there was um, an egghead English professor? Right, yeah. In the apartments? We got to meet him and he saved the little girl slash troll's life. Yeah. But there's but something. Is that good? Elf brother. Uh, yeah, there's something about this fella that uh, that they do, that no one else told the people. It's because he was a professor, right? Yeah, He's a professor. <laughs> that steals the show. Yeah. So the same person who um, who plays the troll is playing a very erudite, erudite English professor, and he's a little person, dwarf. 
person. Yeah, I don't know what they're supposed to be. Well, you got me all confused because I thought it was a little person for a while because of little person, dwarf. big world. Is it dwarf now? I think it's I elf brother. Not now. Movie. I don't mean to demean people. It's elf brother in this movie. Okay, so I like, just saw little person. It's so offensive. John and I discussed this and we and we looked it up and talked about it, and it wasn't. We could, didn't see consensus, and neither of us have friends that are yeah, of limited stature, shorter people. Yeah, because the only place I come across it is in professional wrestling. Yeah. Where some circles are still called midget wrestling. But they want to call themselves that. Yeah, and in some circles it's called micro wrestling. That sounds worse. Because mm. it's as if they sound, aren't. Yeah. Because, yeah, little people, it's kind of like having any kind of like, any kind of descriptor about what kind of people you are makes it seem like they're not a big people. I like uh, Tolkien. He, he had many words for little people. He had to call them halflings. Okay. He called them hobbits, dwarves. I don't think... I, I think mean, it's, it's literally called dwarfism, though. So yeah, I think dwarf so, is, but anyway... Yeah, because I have a child that is was borderline considered dwarfism. Yeah, she's uh, he's like a one-inch... Yeah, taller? one inch taller than what would be considered dwarf. Really? Like, he's a little bitty boy. Yeah. Oh, really. Yeah, he's very Yeah, smart. so like when we thought he was going to be a dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Until about like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, and we didn't know what to, but sprouted up around 12 or 13. Until like, oh. like four foot nine, okay, five yeah. feet. Yeah, okay. It's like, yeah. You're, you're fine. You're considered not a dwarf. Which, I like... I've known people... I know guys are 5'2". Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, the it's very interesting to me because in some of the, like, social media that I've seen and also in some of the um, television series relating to people, especially Warwick Davis is, like, in a lot of... In a lot of the shows that he's in, there's always commentary about... Yeah. Being a dwarf and playing that type of character. He has a show where he is an actor. He's playing himself yeah. in a kind of way. And then Ricky Gervais did a lot of Yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. And like and yeah, it's pretty it doesn't great. have like a, a title that's but what, kind what of I a love about this but what I love about this is that is here you have the, the dwarf playing a troll, so he's in the costume and right. the the poster about like the amazing special effects is correct. Like that that was yeah. right on. It's amazing oh. special effects. Is it life too short? Life's too short. Yeah, okay. so anyway, so that's a that's a good show. But oh. but this guy not only is playing I the forgot troll about Okay, so but he also gets to be a an English professor that is spouting poetry, which makes you understand why the first thing that the neighbor said about this guy was that he was an egghead because he he's known these people for ten minutes. He's spouting like long yeah. poems, yeah, and like normal folk don't like poems. That is totally not how it would be in real life, though. I don't the know. The first like, thing they would have said is, yeah. There is a little person living upstairs who is a professor of English. And that second part would be said like that. Like, isn't it amazing he's a professor of English? Yeah. I mean, it would I be don't like know. Because I think sometimes, like, if someone has a... Per- like, it's like the biggest thing about them. And if this guy is such a fucking nerd that he's quoting poetry on the first date with this family... That Okay, the reason he's there... Okay, so he saves the little girl slash troll from being killed... The troll thinks that he's an elf, even though he said he's not. Elf he just looks like an elf. Yeah. And the troll's like, uh-huh, I got you, elf friend. Come to dinner. And so she, I guess, has told mom that she's want her friend Malcolm's coming yeah. over. And being parents, they thought that her little friend was like a, a, child. a child and not 
a man yeah. with a mustache. And a pension for gin and tonic. Yes. And so, like, the mom's, like, holding, like, a glass of milk. Um, at one point, the sister did knock out the older brother. Right. Justice. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Did we? I think he, so. No, no, because that was, like, that was, we talked about him, her throwing him against the wall. Mm. Now she's used the ring. Because oh, right. we didn't talk about the snakeskin walls of the uh, Marine. That's pretty brilliant. That also lives. And that giant tiger skin on yeah, the wall. Yeah, and so the Marine has been uh, swampized by the little girl as well. And again, the little girl... Swampized. Com- yeah, swampized. They turn into swamp. <laughs> But the little girl comes into the apartment and is just chilling, and the guy's like, "Okay, what's up, little girl?" You know? Hey, little lady. Hey. What's up? Okay, we're having a conversation. At least Sonny Bono was like, "Get out! I got plans today." Giggity, giggity. This giggity. other guy was just like, "Well, I was just gonna work out and be alone, so this hey. is great. Do you want to do some coke?" <laughs> no, it was the jogger who was doing coke. He was the jogger. That was the jogger. Oh, was that yeah, the, the jogger? Yeah, the marine and the oh. jogger were the same person. Played we didn't by talk. Gary Sander. This is, I mean, it's 36 is minutes that in. Colonel I'm still having a good time. We should probably keep going, though. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. You guys, it's gotten pretty dark in this room. It has. It's nighttime now. Did the light just turn on over there? No, was it always on? It was always on. Oh, I'm really spooked. I gotta tell you, this movie's really spooked me, guys. Jeez. I don't know how far along we are, but I'm pretty sure we're close to the end. Uh, it's got to be. I've had a great time. I've had a good time. Steven's a Debbie Downer. John's been sleeping. It's okay. So, I mean, basically, all Julie Louise Dreyfus becomes a sexy nymph with her butt crack covered with leaves. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. That and part then, of the movie I agree with. So we got that that established. We that's got that's where we lost Steve. No, that's where we lost Steve. Because then we got the old. Oh, then the um, the English professor Dwarf's apartment. He had cancer or something, yeah. so he got turned into a tiny fairy because <laughs> yeah. he got like tiny elf, a tiny uh, elf. Because like it's apparently according to the witch that lives in the top part of the apartment, who also is a princess from like the Middle Ages. He's trying to, so the Tarok, the main troll, who also is her ex-husband, who she learned magic so to be with him, but then he turned into a troll. We haven't established why. Yeah. He, so basically, he's trying to recreate all these different fairy realms within the apartment. He yeah. just has two apartments to go, her apartment and their apartment. She gets turned into a tree. Yes. She has befriended Harry Potter Jr. Right. Who uh, go is able to? Uh, he doesn't actually kill the bad guy. He finds his sister, and the sister is required to be alive. We need the sister to be alive, and we oh we just found out we there's like we're an hour and sixteen minutes in. The sister has to be alive for like the to be the princess of the fairies because right. she's blonde and a maiden. Yeah. Right. Gross. And so, but so the witch tells Harry he's got to kill a big scary monster that's going to be the kind of the nexus of all the energy. Yeah. Well, he releases his sister. The troll steals the weapon that the guy was going to use. But then it turns out the monster was trying to kill the little girl. And the troll was like, I want to have sex with her. I don't know why the troll doesn't want the girl to die. I think it's a good heart. Not that he wants to have sex with her. I don't know. He has murdered a lot of people. He has. He He wants her to be his princess. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it's creepy. So the troll murders the heart of his own universe. Everything's being destroyed. There's also some amazing CGI happening outside, which you guys did not approve of. CGI. It wasn't CGI. It was was practical. 
practical tentacles of grass destroying the apartment. It was imposed practical effects. Yeah, I mean, the, most of the practical effects in the entire movie have been pretty amazing. Will you grant me this? They've been above average for ages. There yes. seems to have been a drop-off around the midpoint of the movie. There was a part where it's like where we established the princess thing, and, she's, and she turns into her own daughter. Yeah. And so it turns out she's not an older witch lady. She's a young witch lady. Anne Lockhart. There's June Lockhart's June Lockhart daughter. and Anne Lockhart. And, um, and so she's running around the woods and then immediately fucks up, even though she's like been a witch for a thousand years. Longer than that, because remember, she said in the story... That she told that long ago, before there were countries, yes. and before there were kingdoms, there was just the world. So yeah. we're not talking a thousand. Yeah. We're Even talking though she was a princess. Tens of thousands of years. That yeah. She was apparently a princess in a kingdom that didn't exist until... Yes. Wow, she's getting old and can be fooled. Yeah, probably yeah but then, like, because like, trolls, all the fairies and humans all lived together. No one, had, no one could rule. But Torok wanted to rule. Even right. though he used to be her husband and a man and a human... Having yeah. to explain the transition. Now she's a tree stump and has in Torah, and she's like, I got you now, Torak. Oh, she got one shotted by Torak. Yeah, too. one right. shot. Yeah. Did it. Well, she got, like, she lost her weapon, like, immediately. Yeah. And did that thing where she's running away and falls. And I'm like, bitch, you're like a thousand years old. You she's running some... in heels. You think after 10,000 years, she knows not to wear heels anyway. Exactly. Okay. Let's. We only have like seven minutes left of this movie. It's gonna be Not the longest even. seven minutes. Less than five, that, three five to three quarters minutes. Let's watch it and we'll come back to you, fine folks. John. Yes. What did you say about cops? All cops are trolls. So, basically, within forty-five seconds after uh, we just stopped, the movie ended. Um, yeah. And so. Very logically. The too. family is leaving, <laughs> and all they have is about a suitcase each that they throw into the um, into the station wagon, as well as her, the mother's tide, because she's been cleaning like a, a mad woman. woman. She's been dusting books and, and stuff this whole time. And mixing um, cake. Yeah, and so they leave. Cops are like, ah, oh, nothing happened here, but I'll check around the corner just to be safe. And then in the laundry room, guess what it is? It's the forest lands. And then he gets sucked in and the cop becomes a troll. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to seeing Troll 2 (laughs) and making sense. I feel like it's necessary. uh, I looked it up. Troll 2 has nothing to do with Troll. What? Okay. Completely, it was start. It was a completely different movie. Because that's what I thought. So similar. Troll two. Okay, because that's what I was thinking. Because you guys were saying it wasn't. I know everyone became like sexy trees or something in the in second one. And it kind of came in. I assume everyone survived this particular one, even though they all exploded, because um, the witch survived. She's no longer yeah. a stump. I hope that her. Oh, we didn't mention that she has a mushroom friend that speaks in a high pitched, vo- like singing voice. Yeah, we that don't is know also that. the think, person that I taught her magic. Magic. We didn't mention. I think it. it's implied. From a podcast. Yeah, I think everybody. What knows. was everyone's grossest corner? What? There was something gross in there. I thought that the stump was kind of gross because it had like um, Vaseline or the sticky stuff when the witch was turned okay. into a tree That's stump. That's a stretch. Gotta try something. A Give me something that was Vaseline gross. Sounds you like didn't fun. find anything gross? Sonny Bono's. Oh, Sonny oh. Bono's apartment. His great <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sonny Bono's apartment. Well, you go with Sonny Bono's. I'm going with the Marine's apartment who that had these was... the alligator wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he killed all those snakes and alligators himself to make that wallpaper? No. No? 
Okay, so... He didn't uh, kill the tiger that he had Brewers, brews. Oh, I drank a lot of stuff from okay. Upper Hand. Okay, Upper Hand Brewery. Do you yeah. want to give a shout-out to one one particular one? Like your last uh, one you drank? Oof. I don't remember which one it was. I am grabbing random ones. Well, I can find out for oh, you. you have it right there. State Bird by yeah, Upper Hand. that was Hand. a new one. A Blood Orange Session IPA. Yeah, Yummy. that was pretty good. How about you, Steve? I had the same one, State Bird. Steven really went crazy tonight. He had, like, half a beer... Full one. Oh, oh over, over a course of two and a half hours. I <laughs> had a little bit of dark horse rosé and was reminded why I don't like dark horse. It was very not good, so I was cutting it with my soda and seltzer water and oh, ice. They're not going to be sponsors now. They might be. That I was dark you horse. Said it was me? gross. Yeah. yeah, I'm not recommending dark horse. It's gross. Well. We're not going to be sponsored. Well, okay, let me rephrase. Dark Horse, if you want to sponsor us, you're going to have to send me something that's not the rosé. Maybe a Prosecco. Uh, I don't know. Alienating us from possible. I'm just sources. like, I feel like um, I you do know, my best. Everybody knows hell hath no fury than a Vintner scorn. What? Oh, uh, Jesus, that was good. Uh, what are we doing? We got a wheel to spin, John. Yes, it's, we are a sequel and reboot. You get time. to press it. I get to press yeah, it? Yeah, because I pressed it last time. Dawn of the Dead 2004. Da, 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 da. Dawn of the Dead 2004. Sequels Dawn and reboots. Dawn of the Dead 2004. Ripper! So Rip. it's going to be Ripper 2. So there's a movie called Ripper Letters from Hell that is amazing that um, Emily and I, we actually, it's funny speaking of Emily earlier in this episode, uh, we watched it in college and then we watched it with her sister Sarah and we've watched it many times and I finally made John watch it on the podcast and we get to watch Ripper 2. Now let me see if I can find a trailer. It doesn't look like there's a trailer for Ripper 2 Letters from Within. I don't know why because it's an amazing film. John tried for a very long time to do it and Steven decided it was a good time to make a bunch of noise, taking the dog out. So there's just two things left for us to do. Stay scared. And stay married. Goodbye. Intro and outro of our podcast is Fire and Ice Rock Mix by Stefan Kartenberg. Copyright 2017. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license. Thank you, Stefan.